Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, Berlin is famous for many reasons, but one of them is the city's club culture with raves that can go on for days on end. The dancers, no doubt, fueled only by their love of music. Newstalk's Hands in the Air correspondent Henry McKean is in Berlin to report on the Special Olympics, but just for us, he slipped on his best lederhosen and went along to a club called Sisyphus, famed for its strict door policy. Henry, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, Sean. This particular, uh, you could say, rave or techno nightclub, it ran for three days. Uh, well, it's 72 hours. It runs from Friday at 11 o'clock right through until Monday at 8 a.m. And I popped along uh, for a few hours. I had a window between the Special Olympics to see what it was like. And you kind of you kind of walk in this, you know, uh, big kind of tunnel, and then you meet a bouncer. And my bouncer was called Jacob. And then Jacob makes a decision whether or not you're going to get in or not. Oh. He, he let me in, but he okay. said no videos. And, and they make you put a little sticker over your camera phone, over the camera. And also, um, he wouldn't let me, you know, record inside. But he said, look, you can go in. You can, you know, have, have a wander about. Uh, you can stay, but you can't record. But you can record at reception and at the door and just outside. Mm. And it kind of had a sort of electric picnic body and soul vibe, like plywood everywhere. Lots was it, of different Was it stages. outdoors, Henry, or, or was it like yeah, coppers? mainly outdoors. I mean, it was an old disused um, factory. I'm not sure what the factory made, but remember, it was around the kind of Berlin uh, Wall area. So all that area was kind of no man's land for a very long time. Uh, and it, they, you know, you know, they got very creative after that. Uh, the, the Germans after the war came down. Um, so it's like a big disused factory converted into uh, a rave. Okay. Um, so you know, it's. Edgy, you know, you could. The best way of describing it is edgy, but lots of people were disappointed. They were just disappointed because they got rejected. Really strict. For example, I was surprised I got in. Sean, I'd say you'd get in. Um, you know, some of our contributors perhaps might not, um, mm. because they, <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 some of them are too straight. I mean, when I say straight, I, I don't mean um, gay or, or straight. I mean too prim and proper too yes, um, yeah. uh, too okay. formal and did your uh, man you know, on the door give you any indication like wh- you know wh- why he wouldn't what reasons he'd have for not letting somebody in they, they would say oh we're too we're too full you know the usual what they'd say in Ireland we've, you've had too much to drink you're not what we're looking for but he wouldn't you know, say like you're wearing trainers you know the uh, way no they, no, uh, no it, it, not at all I mean they want you to look sexy they want you to look edgy they want you to look cool and how do you define cool it's really really quite hard mm-hmm. to define what cool is um but i did meet a lady and she had a fake tattoo sure i wouldn't have let in a girl with a fake tattoo like you know it wasn't even a real one it was a butterfly she was so upset um and here she is here's some upset people not getting in uh i love it when a rave is really inclusive and you can get in and people are open and you don't have to be like something to be accepted to enter a place so for you did you have a good time inside actually i didn't even get in because apparently i look too basic you look too basic yeah maybe i i thought berlin is like a place where you can go out and enjoy yourself and be anything you want like straight gay whatever you want you can wear whatever you want but apparently here you cannot even get in when you look, I don't know what I look. I asked the guy inside, like, why can I get, cannot get in? So was like, for the listeners, you're wearing a leather top. You've I'm got wearing a leather denim top. denim mini skirt. You're wearing white wearing, runners. Yeah. Uh, and you've got a tote bag. I have a uh, tote bag. I have a bee tattoo in my neck. Is like that a real? tattoo. 
doesn't matter if it's real or not. I have real tattoos, you know. Um, I, I, I like girls, I like boys, I like everything. I'm really open. I'm really alternative. I love hipster vibes. So I was like, Berlin is the place for me. And I love techno also. And why do you love techno? Because it's supposed to be for everyone. And you talked about Berlin being a very free city. And Berlin loves techno, it loves bondage, it loves yeah. free love. Yeah. In Antwerp, I'm from Antwerp, Belgium. In Antwerp, we have techno parties. And there's no issue. If you want to get in, you get in. You pay the amount if you need to get paid. So if you, you need to pay, you, you, you get in. It doesn't matter what you look like. You're disappointed. You're upset. I'm really upset. I'm really upset. I cried because my boyfriend got in and I didn't. And did, we were separated. Did he and abandon I you? Is he inside? No, he, he was he inside. He came out. He, he paid. He went inside. And now he came out for me. But he paid for nothing, actually. So that's what techno is supposed to be for everyone to join, you know? I'm angry. You're from Belgium. Yes. You're getting into the rave. What is it you love about in. the rave? You couldn't get in. Didn't Why get not? In. I guess I look too straight. You look pretty cool. You mean too straight, too... I, I guess I look too straight. I, not cool enough? Not edgy enough? I guess I didn't look too edgy enough. There you go. You can be cool in Antwerp, but it's a completely different thing when you get to <laughs> Berlin. Now, you know the way your man, yeah. now your man let you in, mm. Henry, and, and, yes. and but, but like no uh, photographs. Were people yes. up to all sorts inside? Is that, was that why? Well, I mean, what happens in a Berlin rave stays at a, a Berlin rave. And, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult because there's privacy here. But yeah, yeah I mean, don't have to name there, anyone, but, you know. Was, was there free love? I mean, there are other nightclubs in Berlin where they got dark rooms. Yeah. And you go into the dark rooms and, you know, things happen inside the dark room, all consensual. Uh, yes. Whereas this one was more, you know, it wasn't so much bondage. It wasn't a sex club. And here, I suppose, they, they celebrate love and they celebrate sex and they wouldn't see it as, as a bad thing. But there were huge queues for the toilets. And the toilets were like caravans converted into toilets. And it was cash only, it was 25 euro in, cash only, plywood everywhere, uh, loud sort of techno music, you know, that, that, you know, that sort of vibration like a washing machine oh, of yeah. music, really loud, and it would go through your heart, and lots of rust everywhere, you know, that kind of cool rust, and that was their logo, Rusty Ducks, with a big rusty metal gate, real industrial looking. Also, Sean, no ugly people. I don't know how I got in. <laughs> there, there was, there was, everyone was beautiful. I mean, we're talking stunning. Not only stunning, but not much clothes on and open to, to free love. It was like a dream. Um, but obviously oh. I was there for work. In a um, professional and, capacity, yes. And yes. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't get over the price. But a lot of people actually had no issue at covering up their camera with a sticker. I thought it was bizarre and strange. But the idea is so you can enjoy the night so people don't find themselves up on Instagram the next day. And yeah. then, you know, colleagues see them perhaps um, in a position that they shouldn't. Or perhaps, you know, people might judge them. <laughs> or several um, positions, yes. <laughs> Could you get an old pleasure chips there or anything like that? Well, yeah, they have like pizza, salads, and all quite good value. I mean, the the, the drinks uh, and the, the food, pretty good value. And in, in fairness to Berlin in general, it, it's pretty uh, good uh, value. And you can stay for hours. I mean, I met couples, I met groups that had been there 10, 12 hours. Like, I only stayed two. I mean, that was enough for me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, how could you stay in a nightclub for 12 hours? Perhaps it's Red Bull, or maybe you love the vibe. You're into former factory vibes, and you like <laughs> you like darkened rooms, and you like um, 
big, huge disco balls hanging out of trees. Um, I suppose the best way, the, the nearest thing I've experienced to this is, I suppose, electric picnic, uh, but, it, but, uh, but, but more of a, of a rave. And I did get to speak to German people, and I tried to, you know, why be into this stuff? And I even met some Oxford students who were just back from a queer rave, because there's lots of different types of raves, and I asked this German why he loves to dance. What I love about dancing, I just uh, love the feeling of getting completely loose with my body and following the music in a certain tunnel where I don't care about how anybody sees me or anybody views me. I can just completely let go and express myself in my dancing uh, in a way that I can do nowhere else. And I just like the music. And why is Berlin so famous for raves? I know not just raves, but also bondage parties and just a freedom of expression. I think it's just the combination of being a cheap European capital that had in the past, after the wall came down, a lot of free spaces that allowed to create creative spaces with they didn't need a lot of money. Like There was a lot of free space in the city for clubs, for certain other projects that allowed people to just do creative stuff that didn't bring in a lot of cash or didn't were, were not created for profitability. And I think this combination of like being a cheap city, having a lot of free spaces, kind of inspired or gathered a certain amount of people that like to do these things. We went to a queer rave on Friday. Um, what was the queer rave like? Uh, it was great. Yeah, it was pretty sweaty, but it was pretty good. So sweaty uh, because yeah. of the heat, not because of the attraction. <laughs> Maybe both, but no, in particular because of the heat. And we're probably going to another one tonight. And the dancing. The, the dancing yeah. makes you quite sweaty. And do you think they need to, you know, have these type of raves in the UK and Ireland? Because they don't, it just gets pushed underground and like you just get loads of like illegal raves, which like can be really fun. So what I like about like Germany is like how like, or like physically Berlin is like how like everything's like, you have the same level of fun and like partying, but it feels very safe a lot of the time. There you go. Even posh people go to raves uh, in Berlin. Uh, and so uh, you mentioned now you, that was just Sisyphus, but you, you, there's a whole rake of them going on there. So tell us a bit more about the other ones. Yeah, there, there's quite a few. I was actually having a chat with the Irish ambassador to Germany oh. at, at a football match. Is he a big raver himself? Well, I mean, he obviously, you know, I don't want to cause a diplomatic incident, no, but yeah, no. he, he likes his raves and, and why not? And he was talking about one way you just have to wear black, but you've got to wear cool black. And again, people do get rejected at the doors. I think, you know, it, it back, there's hardly any nightclubs left in Ireland, but I remember growing up being rejected from so many uh, uh, nightclubs and it makes you feel so hurt. Um, but yeah, I mean, he talked about this one where you've got to wear black, but there are bondage <laughs> club, clubs and there are, um, you know, uh, sex clubs and uh, lots of different ones. Um, and there's one called Kit Kat as well. And some of them are, are gay. And there's, there was even um, accusations that I did get from um, uh, people from the Turkish community and, and the uh, Iranian community who live here who say that they struggle to get into these techno nightclubs and they're just for um, white people, uh, which isn't really fair because I did come across quite a lot of people from, from all different colors of the rainbow, from all different parts of the world that were inside this particular rave. But uh, yeah, you, you know, you heard some posh people there from Oxford and they were uh, from all, they were posh, but they were from all colors of the rainbow. They really were. Um, and it's very international. I met an LA couple um, coming out of the rave. Again, they look like Ken and Barbie, but dressed up in kind of really kind of raunchy gear. Everyone's very attractive, sexy, black, cool outfits. Um, and, and I asked them why they came to the rave um connecting with people and art so it's the art and your outfit i have to describe it to the listeners you're wearing shorts but these are uh 
you know, shorts that are, are they wrestler shorts? Or They're like boxing, boxing shorts. Boxing shorts? Yeah. And you've got some uh, beautiful gloves with um, peaches and fruit on them, like a print. Um, and you're wearing a kind of um, uh, beret, mm -hmm. uh, like the one that Prince sings about, but a black one. Yeah. And like, what is it you love about the outfit? And how many hours were you at the three-day rave? We came last Sunday as well, and that was a, probably a good 10 hours. And today, we came around, I came around noon, but she was here a little bit before me. So we're probably about seven hours total. Wow, wow. And, and your outfit, you're wearing a kind of a black silky shirt mm -hmm. with a chain that says weirdo in a gothic style and you're wearing a beautiful handbag uh, that, uh, my friend, that my friend found in the trash. Oh, it was thrown out? <laughs> yeah, it was thrown out. My first Merce experience too. <laughs> and did you enjoy the rave? Yeah, we enjoyed it a lot. A lot of the outfit was made from being able to dance in it, but also be fun and playful. And what did you get up to in there? I mean, did, was there any shenanigans or any There's gossip? There's so many <laughs> shenanigans. There's many different stages, places to lay down, places to eat. There's coffee, There's it's like a festival in there. And are people um, partnering up as their love? Yeah, I would say so. So you're actually on your honeymoon. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. And was it a surprise to either of you that you were coming here or was it on your bucket list? Um, this club in particular was not uh, a specific we had planned, but Berlin is a place that we've had our eye on moving uh, to for a little while. Mm -hmm. uh, she came here last summer and fell in love and had to introduce me to it as well. And uh, It is a beautiful city. There's so much history, good and bad. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the, you know, the club culture is, is kind of our modern day history here too. So it's amazing. Right. Okay. People from LA with loads of money. Speaking of people from America with loads of money, Elon Musk. Was Elon Musk in Sisyphus last week or, or, or another Yeah, one no, he was. He's, they've got a, a big car factory, one of his, uh, that electric brand that he sells just mm. outside Berlin. Uh, so he, he was here and they, they could you believe it? Uh, my doorman friend, Jacob, um, who, lovely lad, look, I suppose looked a bit like myself. Um, he, maybe he could see himself in me and I could see myself in him, but he was much thinner than me, much thinner, much cooler. Um, but he was saying he wouldn't have let him in. Uh, but, but another doorman did. And I'm not sure why, because they've got such a strict door policy. And let's be frank about it. Elon Musk is a geek. I know I'm not supposed mm. to say geek anymore. Yeah. I'd be cancelled for saying that. He's an absolute geek. Um, and they let him in. But I, I'm not sure why. Maybe he made a special donation, who knows, uh, to help with the upkeep of the old factory. Um, uh, but, but yeah, really strict policy and, and so international. Obviously, lots of Germans, lots of white Germans, lots of good-looking white Germans, but people from all around the world who love techno and love to dance for 72 hours. Well, not solid. They'd give up after 10. Anyone would collapse after 10. Mm. Here they are. I'm French, but I live in Berlin. Ah, uh, yeah, the ambience, the people, and feeling free. You're originally from Iran. You're from Germany. Personal question, are you friends? Uh, no, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we're a couple. And you came together to the rave. Why? I mean, uh, that doesn't, uh, I don't know, keep you from not raving together. Like, we're a couple, but we enjoy the same thing, so... That's the thing. We try to not get boring as yeah, a couple. Exactly. You know, we're going. You don't want to be boring. You have to spice it up, you know, from time to time. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun. Why does a fox rock girl want to come to a rave? <laughs> to live life. I'm a global citizen. I'm from all over the world. Uh, I'm also here to be with community, to dance my heart out, uh, and to specifically do it while in the sun. Uh, the fact that 
you can have many adventures in one place. So you're from Bulgaria, you've been at the Ray for three hours. What attracts you to it? I love the DJs and I love the atmosphere, the people, the colors. I'm having a chat with two Berliners. When you go into the club, you've got to put a sticker on your mobile phone camera because they don't want you to take photos or videos. How do you feel about that? That's totally fine. So you, you respect the fact that they want everyone to have their privacy? Yeah. I don't know, just dance. I think it's what we all came to do, like dance. In a crowd for yourself, I think, and with the music. And did you come with friends or just you? Yeah, I came with friends. But and it doesn't matter. You can, you come, can come on your own. Your, yeah, on your own. And you loved it? Yeah. Your German sisters, um, and you're all dressed up. Describe your outfit for the listeners at home. Uh, I think it's a mix between hippie and rave outfit. Um, the feeling, the music, um, the people. And why is Germany so good at having all night and all day raves? Sorry, good question. We don't know. <laughs> and how do you pronounce this club? So the techno, techno, techno is still going here. It's going from Friday night at about 10 p.m. right through to Monday morning at 8 a.m. It's a long, long rave. And the world just outside where I'm standing continues. You can hear the traffic. Uh, Henry, hope your head has stopped ringing uh, after being <laughs> inside there and uh, enjoy the uh, rest of the uh, Special Olympics, which is the main reason uh, why Henry McKean is in Berlin. Uh, as an antidote to that, uh, somebody's texted in to say, I'm organising a sweaty sex rave in a tent in Mullingar, and you're not allowed in unless you're wearing a pastel polo shirt, slacks, and you're ugly as hell. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm. With Anna Glaze. On News Talk.